Your Majesty will now proceed to unfold the secrets of the seven principles through which human beings may force life to provide them with spiritual, mental, and physical freedom. Do not be sparing in your description of these principles. I want a complete illustration of how the principles may be used by anyone who chooses to use them. Tell us all you know about the principle of definiteness of purpose. If you go through with this mad idea of publishing my confession, you will open the gates of hell and turn loose all the precious souls I have collected back down through the ages. You will deprive me of souls yet unborn. You will release from my bondage millions now living. Stop, I beg of you. Open up. Let's hear what you have to say about the principle of definiteness of purpose. You are pouring water on the fires of hell, but the responsibility is yours, not mine. I may as well tell you that any human being who can be definite in his aims and plans can make life hand over whatever is wanted. That is a broad claim, Your Majesty. Do you wish to tone it down a bit? Tone it down? No, I wish to tone it up. When you hear what I now have to say, you will understand why the principle of definiteness is so important. My opposition uses a clever little trick to cheat me of my control over people. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work, but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake, and I just wanted to share with you a little snippet from the audiobook version of the book we have been listening to or speaking about for the duration of the week, shall we say, the last couple of episodes. A great audiobook, one that I highly recommend. As you can hear, it is a lovely, well-thought-out interview between the devil and Mr. Napoleon Hill. Um and just there, he was talking about the seven principles for spiritual, mental, physical freedom. Um, and that's what I'm going to be talking about today, a little bit of going over the seven principles that he discusses and how we can utilize them and how we can um, start to, I guess, bring awareness to these aspects in our life and see exactly where we are at with these principles and what we may be able to implement um, and, of course, bring that relative to the chart. So. Welcome to another Thursday. It's great end of the week. I mean, I've really loved this book and I've really loved doing a lot of the stuff that's in this book um, I have found is relative to a lot of the stuff that we talk about here on the show and having those little success shifts and the mindset paradigm shifts that um, really move people forward. I often say that, you know, it's just that one bit of information at the right time, even from the right voice. You know, so you might hear me say something and listen to it straight out of the audiobook, and it makes so much more sense out of the audiobook. And this is why repetition in learning is so powerful. And it just takes that one sentence to completely shift that perspective and completely change the way you look and think and believe, I guess, which then changes the way you act about any particular thing in your life. 
this is the, the paradigm shift. So today, talking about the seven principles for spiritual, mental, physical freedom. But before we do that, as per usual, the gratitude must come first. And today I'm very grateful for the lovely greenery in my office. I, I love nature and um, I've always wanted to have a green thumb, but I've always been fairly poor when it comes to looking after plants. Um, and I am learning. I'm slowly growing getting better unfortunately the ones at the back here need a little bit of care and love but the other ones are doing quite well we've got some big big montezoras and stuff growing so i'm very grateful for that it brings me some nice joy some nice calm some nice relax amidst the chaos of work um i'm also grateful you know my son is just in the other room playing with a friend of his my lovely wife and her best friend ended up having babies only three or four months apart so they're over having a little play date and hearing the cackles of baby laughter in the background is always a lovely thing to um to listen to but in the chat we have some people sharing their gratitude which is always lovely you've got people good morning good morning good afternoon hello everyone grateful for this morning for grace and compassion for myself and others i love that compassion for self is super important i'm grateful for the opportunity to spend time with like-minded people this week lovely so grateful for this group and being able to start my day off positively super grateful for gardens and all that comes off them as this time of, at this time of year even though it means a lot of extra work yeah lots of people um plucking some fruit we've actually got a tomato plant on the balcony and we've just had our first couple of tomatoes come off them which is amazing it's always nice when you can grow like the whole process of planting a seed feeding it, caring for it, having it grow, and then it providing back to you nutrients and food, like that cycle of life, you know, you put in the effort. It's kind of like any business, any like trading can even be referred to in the same context where you put in the effort to learn, to grow, to nourish, to build it up. And then it gets to a point where you really don't have to do much and it keeps providing. Like at the moment, the, the plant's now fully grown. I just need a little bit of water every single day in the mornings. And now we're getting fruit and tomatoes and, you know, the lovely addition to our salads um, and I'm sure the more green thumbs we have in the group you'll understand that this time of the year can provide lots of good nutrients so same kind of concept you know put in the hard work learn the skills get everything set up and then it's just a little bit of work each day providing a lot of um, nutrients <laughs> okay so on to the seven principles of of um, for spiritual, mental, and physical freedom. Okay, in this book, yesterday we were talking about the the universal law of hypnotic rhythm. Um, very powerful stuff. There we talked about it in two different aspects, and the day before that we were talking about the ten rules to avoid drifting. Now, um, in this section of the book, more towards the end, they talk about a lot about how having these seven principles and utilizing them day to day can avoid you from also becoming a drifter and how, when you um, take into consideration each of the different aspects, you can really become whoever you want with your independent thinking and, and avoid the traps of the devil. So the one that gets spoken about the most in this book um, is the definitive. I always get this as a tongue twist. I don't know why it's actually not that hard, but the definiteness of purpose I really don't know why that's such a hard one for me to say, but the definiteness of purpose, okay? And this is just having your goal basically in mind. And so moving towards something with just a complete definiteness of purpose. This is what I want and this is how I'm going to get it and I'm not going to stop until I get it. And having that mode of thinking, having that determination, that grit will completely remove all self-doubt. And this comes again into that trust, that belief in self, that clarity of your goal and vision and knowing what you want and just 
basically doing everything you can to get there. We sometimes have a goal, you know, this is where I am. This is where I want to be. A, B. Often we think it should be a straight path and this is what we aim for. And then it doesn't become a straight path and we panic, we freak out. There's a great experiment. Um, I think it was done on students where they were told to sit in the corner labeled A, corner labeled B, and then they were just asked to get to the um, get to the other corner. And then the, they were asked to do the same thing again. And I think a chair was put in the way. And the wording was, I want you to walk in a straight line towards B. And so when the chair was put in the way, some people panicked. They just didn't know what to do. They stopped. They, they st- stood. They turned around. They twisted. And they were like, I don't know what to do. Some people walked over it. Some people moved the chair. All different kind of um, responses. But this is a great representation of how people see obstacles in day-to-day life. You know, some people will work around it. Some people will get completely stopped and blocked by it and panic and freak out. Some people will want to turn around. Some people will just go straight over the obstacle. Some people may try to like hop, skip in a jump or go under, or some people will grab it, do a spin, put it behind them and, and continue on. And all these different responses to how you can behave to certain obstacles in your way um, is a really good, I guess, thought um, is the best thing I'm going to use here because what do you do when you have an obstacle? What do you do when shit hits the fan or when things don't go your way or you know when a boulder falls in front of the road? Do you panic, freak and look for help or do you go, okay, I'm not going to be problem orientated. I'm going to be solution orientated. Why did this happen? Or you know, whose fault was it? All this kind of stuff. No, we want to move past that and we want to go, right, that happened. What can we do to get around this? What can we do to solve this? What can we do to move forward? Same kind of thing with trading, okay? I think lots of the time we get caught up in this I lost the trade. Okay. I do think that going back and analyzing when you're learning is a really good thing, but also don't get wound up and caught up so much like, oh, this trade. Okay. Why did this happen? Like what's gone wrong? You know, did I follow my trading plan? All this sort of stuff. Well, it's good to check this. And now this is kind of like, you got to have two thoughts in your head at the same time. This is kind of like, yes, this happened. Am I going to let affect my future? No. Sometimes when you put in a trade, it can be perfect to your trading plan. It just is a losing trade. That is okay. It's all part of it. Do you then go and change your trading plan? Do you then go and readjust exactly who you are? Do you then go down a psychological path of like, what have I done? Who am I? What were my emotions during that time that made me do all these things wrong? Yes. Observe them, acknowledge them, be the observer of your thoughts and your emotions, but understand that if you zoom out, what's your long-term purpose? And are you moving to that to that goal with definitiveness? Okay. So many times I see traders that will trade a trading plan for a week and then they'll go, oh no, this sucks. And they'll change it. And then they'll do the same thing and they'll change it and they'll change it and they'll change it and they'll change it. And it's usually because they're scared or they don't trust in themselves. And this is why it's important to understand that you need to give these things a bit of time. And our time is actually the fifth uh, principle here which we'll get to, but you need to understand that this is my goal. This is what I'm going to. Sometimes you'll have to twist and turn. Sometimes you'll need, you'll have things come up that you weren't expecting. But if you go that this is my goal and this is what I'm going to get no matter what, then literally the only thing between you and your goal is time. How are you going to get there? The how doesn't matter so much. Teresa always says the how doesn't matter so much. This is what you want. Figure out how to get there. Okay, just start, go, have that definitive purpose and do not stop until you've achieved it. So this was one of the major ones um, that was spoken about. Now, moving on to number two, mastery over self. Mastery over self is so important. And I th- this is basically 
what my entire podcast is a little is, is about in essence you know it's understanding yourself bringing self-awareness to your behaviors bringing um self-awareness to your thoughts bringing awareness to your emotions how do you behave how do you respond how do you react when the emotions are high do you are you aware of the behaviors that you're doing are you aware of the thoughts that you're having are you aware of all the aspects around you in your environment that are affecting you you know maybe like right now there's a baby screaming i'm sorry if you guys can hear that but maybe for you that creates stress and anxiety and it makes it really hard to concentrate or focus and so okay what can i do i can move my office to a different location or i can do something different okay so mastery over self is in my term more just understanding your thoughts and responses to every situation or or to the surrounding environment and the more you can understand that and get to know how you respond and how you behave especially on the charts you know the better you're going to be think about chuck's the ones in the chat if you've been trading really well and then all of a sudden something happens who knows maybe your partner comes into the office maybe you get a phone call maybe something happens and then all of a sudden you just take two or three really bad trades okay ones yep i've had that i had that just today actually i was trading and i some family member called me which was okay called me on messenger i hung up because i was in the middle of a trade but then for some reason they persisted to call three or four or five times and i knew it wasn't an emergency or anything but it was just really uh it got to me and then i ended up taking a loss and i jumped straight into a trade afterwards because i was frustrated and emotional and so rather than just taking a loss or, or you know minimizing my loss or taking an exit like i could have i was distracted and frustrated and so therefore i took a second loss okay and this is the self-awareness this is where this mastery over self needs to come in play do I need to be the one that shuts off my phone or doesn't have it in the same room or disconnects it because I can't handle that added stress? Or, I mean, yes, it was an obscure situation, but maybe for me, I need to be aware that if that happens or if this person contacts, I need to exit any trades that I'm in so that I can handle the the nuance, the the, the consistency that um, that comes from this person. But as you can see in the chat, one, 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 okay? It happens so often where you have this good hot streak and you're trading really well. And then all of a sudden something happens. There's something in your external environment that sets you off and then the emotions go and then you get a bad trade and then it's just this snowball effect and you start to go down. And this is where that mastery over self comes in because you go, hang on, pattern recognition, something's happened, something has obscured my, my positive chain of thought or, or my, my hot streak or you know my disciplined trading, whatever you want to call it, and I need to adjust. I need to either bring myself back or I need to leave. And that's only done by knowing yourself. And there isn't a one answer fits all for everyone here, you know, Judy might be different to Deanna, who might be different to Yvonne, who will probably be different to me. You know, everyone's got their own personality and everyone's got their own attributes. And we need to understand ourselves to such a level that we can behave appropriately. And this is what mindset in trading is. This is my whole thing. Mastering your mindset in trading is so difficult to teach because it's so individual. And it really is just mastery over self and mastery over your own mind, but more so mastery over your emotions and relation to the book that I'm reading right now, Everything is Fucked by Mark Manson. He talks about how it's not the thinking brain that's in control with the emotional brain coming in and just taking over now and again. It's actually the emotional brain that's in control and the thinking brain trying to direct it and navigate it safely until the emotional brain just goes, nah, my turn, and just takes over and just doesn't listen to the thinking brain anymore. And so it's quite a different shift of perspective. But this is exactly what this mastery over self is. Understand your thoughts, understand your emotions. So therefore you can understand your behaviors and you can find ways to set up your environment and set up routine so that you can nullify or reduce those behaviors that you don't like and improve and magnify those behaviors that you do like. 
Hello traders, I just wanted to jump in here for a quick second to tell you about two of the biggest obstacles that I had to face on my trading journey. Number one was time spent finding simple answers. I would go through YouTube videos and so much content just to find the answer to one simple question and it took up so much of my time. Number two was having someone to actually talk to who actually understands trading during those really hard days when you're questioning, is this really for me? Maybe you've had a few losses and you're like, oh man, trading can be a very lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be. Okay, so how did I overcome these? I joined a trading community. That's right, getting in a group of individuals who are actually on the same path as you and you can talk to that don't actually think you're crazy when you're talking about trading stuff, It's it was a game changer. You know, a trading community where we go live every Monday to Friday, a place where you can find accountability buddies, talk trading plans, and build up all the things that you know are going to help you on your journey to success. Asking seven-figure traders those simple questions, wow, saves so much time. So come down to the description here. You can find a link, a coupon code. It's only $50 a month to join the trading community. But because you're listening to the podcast, the coupon below will give you your very first month for only $10. That's right. A very valuable community of traders for only $10 for your very first month. So check it out in the description. And if you're not already, then come trade live with us. Get your questions answered from those who are actually having success. But for now, let's get back to the episode. Hey, I just want to take one quick second to let you know that my new ebook, Ready, Set, Trade, Unlocking the Secrets to Becoming a Profitable and Successful Trader, is available right now. I've taken all the knowledge that I've gotten from interviewing amazing seven-figure traders and incredible entrepreneurs, just like I am right now, put them together in 10 simple steps that are going to help you get to that ultimate level of trading that you are desiring. So quickly, head down to the description, check it out now, and back to the episode. Okay, number three, learning from adversity. I think this is super powerful. Um, so going back, when he speaks about mastery over self, he says, discipline on your purpose. If you are driven by impulse all of your life, you will go nowhere, just like a drifter. So remember this impulse. Impulse control is super important in trading. As soon as something goes down, we don't want to just impulse buy, impulse sell, impulse buy, uh, exit. Uh, oh my God, I've just lost 10%. So we need to understand and control those impulses. So I thought that was relevant to us. So I just wanted to jump back. Number three, learning from your adversities. Failures are just failures. Whether you learn from them or let them stop you is entirely up to you. Okay. So number three, learning from adversity. I think this is so paramount, paramount in any aspect of life. doesn't matter what you do. Fail, fail hard, fail fast, fail forward. And the key word being fail forward, as in don't fail the same thing over and over again, just doing the same dumb shit and beating your head against the wall and going, why isn't anything changing? Bang your head against the wall and go, hmm. That hurt. Maybe I'll move to this part of the wall. Mm, that hurt. Maybe I'll move to this. You know what? Let's stop banging my head against the wall because it hurts. Okay. So it's actually learning from the failures and learning from adversity. And every time you get put and stuck in a situation where it's tough, where it's challenging, where you have to find that discomfort and push through, like I was saying yesterday, the growth doesn't come from the success. The growth comes from the failures, but only if you're learning from them, only if you're learning from adversity. Okay. Super important that no matter what happens, no matter when the shit hits the fan, no matter when you feel like you're hitting rock bottom, no matter when you feel like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. What can you take away from it and what can you add to your arsenal of traits and personal abilities that you can use to move forward? Always be thinking, how can I grow from this? How can I, what can I learn from this? How can I move forward from this struggle, from this upset, from this, this downfall, whatever you want to call it. Number four, controlling environmental influence. Okay. This is a really big one um, relative to the concepts that I talk about, which again, I'll be bringing into conversation a little bit more coming up, but environment really is everything. We have the external environment, we have the internal environment, and you can control how the environment influences you. Okay. It's up to you to spend time with, like, who do you spend time with? Sorry. What does your room look like? What is your trading space like? Have you got 
good things in accessible? Like, do you have your trading plan in front of you? Do you have, um, you know, little quotes? Do you have your journal open on your desk? Is your space tidy? Do you know like your lot size and you have something that you can track your journal and your trades with like at hand? Do you maybe have an inspirational quote or your vision board in front of you? Do you have these things that in your environment actually help you and bring you up and move you forward? Or do you just go and sit in the corner in a dark room with a shitty shit all over your table and no trading plan except for maybe on, you know, tucked away in a file on your computer and you're trading on your phone with noise in the background and everyone screaming at you in the middle of dinner. I don't know. Everyone's environment's different, but I can guarantee you that if you set up a space for yourself and bring all the things to the, the hard things where you can take them in from your senses, you know, vision board, trading plan, when you've got your journal right here. I mean, I've even got a little bit of mess on my desk right now, which means that I need to sort of clear up my environment. But these things are going to influence you. If your space is chaotic, your mind may be chaotic and it doesn't take long before your emotions can take over. So do you have all the good things that you like, you know, the good habits, the the nuts instead of the chocolate? Do you have things that are healthy for you and good for your outcome visible? And have you got the bad things ha- hidden um do you have an alcohol cabinet sitting right in front of where you can see it and be tempted by it all the time do you have i don't know drugs in your top drawer which you can be tempted with do you have lollies and snacks everywhere do you have nudie posters on your thing like all these aspects will have an influence on you whether it's direct and conscious or it's subconscious and you can shift your environment in any way so that once you shift your outer environment it's going to start shifting your internal environment once you shift your internal environment it's going to get to the very core of you. This is the inner external, the inner internal environment, as I refer to it. And once this has changed, once you've really changed at your core, then everything else is going to fundamentally change with it because the external environment is a reflection of the internal environment. But the external environment actually triggers and creates cues for the internal environment, which creates the thoughts, and the thoughts create the behaviors, behaviors create the habits, habits create the characteristic, the personality, and the personality creates your personal reality. Okay? It's a cycle. We need to learn to live with it and for it and not against it. Number five, time. Time makes both sides of the coin more permanent. Bad habits and good habits, good behaviors and bad behaviors. Okay. What are you doing over time? This was like that when we're talking hypnotic rhythm yesterday. Over time, if you are having negative, you you get into this routine. If you get up, go to work, you're not happy with it, but you need to, to pay the bills and you get up, go to work and you get stuck in this cycle, this rhythm continues and over time it becomes permanent to become those core beliefs that you live by. Remember, controlling the environment. I said the external becomes the internal. The internal reflects the external. Okay, Over time, you do these things repetitively, it's going to change no matter what. If you shift your external environment and you do it for a week and then go back to the old environment, nothing's going to have changed. But if you do the good habits over a longer period of time, then they're going to become easy. They're not going to become effort. They're not going to become a chore. They're going to become part of who you are. They're going to become your identity and they're going to become easy. And doing the hard things, I mean, doing the bad things of your old habits will actually become hard. It's just the process of time, consistency over time. Have you? How long have you been trading for? Are you sitting here after three months and going, ah, this is too hard. I should probably not be doing this. Or have you been at it for a while and go, you know what? I actually can look back and see progress. I can see change. I can see growth. It may not be as fast as I wanted, but it's definitely there. Do I really want to go back? Do I want to go back to the old life? And do I want to let this period of time just slowly put me back into the place where I was before? Or am I going to just stick with it and just give it more time and continue to push up and push away into the future where I want to be? So time is really, really important and you need to give 
any goal or any growth or any change time because they really are uh, related. Right. Harmony. Harmony is rule uh, principle number six. Basically, it talks about if you want balance in your life, you must create it. Be the main actor of your life. It really does make a difference. And this comes down to time and environment. Um, but harmony does come from having a lot of that different aspects put together. You know, do you have a good routine for mindset? Are you listening to podcasts? Are you reading books? Do you have good physical interaction? Are, are you playing sport? Are you going for a jog? Are you getting out of the house? Do you have a group of friends that you catch up with that you've got a social aspect with you? Because at the end of the day, having all these bits and pieces together are like bits of the puzzle or tri legs of the tripod that actually end up holding you up and propelling you further forward. Now, if you don't have them, this can actually be difficult and you can, it's kind of like, you know, trying to drive a car where four wheels or three wheels are inflated and one's flat. If one of them's flat, it's going to slow you down dramatically and it's going to start to maybe veer you off to the left or to the right. And you're the only one who can get out and replace that tire. You're the only one who can make the change. You know, if you're driving along the freeway, four tires or highway, whatever you want to call it, four tires and one goes flat, you have a choice to keep driving and try to make the struggle and just go, oh, this is going to be really difficult, but I'm still going to do it. Or you can pull over, you can assess, you can get out of the car, look from an external point of view. Okay, this is good. This is good. This is good. This is actually flat. This needs some work. This needs to be changed. Change that and then continue driving forward. Okay. Um, it's actually an analogy that I just came up with. So I'm actually quite happy with that balance. I'm going to utilize that in the future because it really does make a difference, right? If you have good health, good men uh, like mindset, if you have good spirituality, good physical health, good uh, mental health, all these things, they, they do kind of fit together. And the only person who can create harmony in that is yourself. And you need to adjust and see where you are holding up or where you are, are falling a bit flat. And number seven, lastly, the seven principles of spiritual, mental, physical freedom, for spiritual, mental, physical freedom is caution. Okay. Always act, but always think before you act. And I love this because first it states always act. And that is important. I think lots of the time people sit back and they want something or they have a dream or they have a goal, they have an ambition, but they just sit there and talk about it. They talk about it with their friends. They talk about it with their coworkers and three, four, five months later, they're still talking about it. Okay, you need to act. Just do. Do messy, do fast, learn fast. Uh, sorry, fail fast, fail forward, you know, but do. And that's one of the things that I was struggling with for a while, that perfection paralysis, that perfectionism paralysis, whatever it's called. Um, I would really try to make everything just right before I did anything. I, I wouldn't launch anything. I wouldn't put anything up to the world. I wouldn't post anything. But I really wanted the best of the best. And then I'd post it and I'd put all this work in or I'd launch it, or I'd sell it, or I'd give it to someone thinking that I'd done everything to make it perfect, only to get a flat response of like, oh, yeah, or like, they didn't really like it like I did, because the time I put into it, in my head, increased the value of whatever that was tenfold, when the reality was I didn't do any market research, I didn't do anything um, to get from people what they actually want, you know, like, moving forward now, you may notice that I'm constantly asking for feedback. I want people to comment. I want people to open your mic and speak if you want. I want people to send me messages to get in the chats, to tell me what's working, to tell me what's not working, tell me where they're struggling. You know, if you're listening to this on any platform, YouTube, pod, 
Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Jump in. There's usually a questionnaire at the bottom. Jump in and let me know. Let me know what you're struggling with. Let me know which mindset blocks you're having. Let me know where your like your hardest point for trading is coming from. Where what is it that's really holding you back? Because the more I get the more I can give. And the more information I understand where people are struggling, the more I can dive into that, talk about it and help try and break some of those um, limiting beliefs or those barriers or, or some of those paradigm shifts to get you to that next level. So I'm always doing, hoping that people will respond and tell me what's what's good, what's shit. Be like, Jake, you've said this 10 times. We don't want to hear it anymore. Okay, great. I can move on. Jake, I really have heard about this and I've never heard anything about it. Can you elaborate on it? Or can you give me your point of view on it? Yeah, sure. So if you are wrapping up here with number seven, if you are on any platform, actually, just like, follow, share, get in comments. Let me know what's working. Let me know what's not working. Let me know what you're struggling with on the charts so that I can really dive into it and try and pick apart the brain and the mindset behind it so we can move you forward. Okay. So just recapping the seven principles of spiritual, the seven principles for spiritual, mental, physical freedom are one, definiteness of, definiteness of purpose. Two, mastery over self. Three, learning from adversity. Four, controlling environmental influence. Five, time. Six, harmony. Seven, caution. Act, always act, shall I say, but always think before you act. And again, this goes back to that. You're banging your head on the wall. Learn from your adversity. Okay, you've taken action. If it's not working, if you're going backwards, stop, readjust, readjust, learn, and then move forward again. Okay, so act, but always think before you act. Okay, just do is great advice. It really is. I always thought Nike's uh, logo was a bit, a bit strange. And the more I grow into it, I'm like, this is. It just. I always go back to. It. I'm like, yep, they're onto something. You know, just do it. All right, everybody. Um, that'll be all for today. Like I said, if you can like, follow, share. If you got something out of this, just share this episode with one other person because if you do that, they can share it with one other person and the chain goes on and more and more people can learn and grow. And together we can trade, we can grow, we can learn, we can travel, which is what I love doing. Um, and so, yeah, get onto it. Let me know. It means a huge amount to me if you, like I said, like, comment, follow, share. But make sure for today, traders, you have your trading journal out. You have it open, okay? You have it open with a pen ready to write into it. Don't just have it closed underneath your table. Make sure that you have done your brain warm up. Make sure that you understand your lot size. Make sure that you understand your um, stop loss. Make sure that you've done your calculations. Make sure that you're in the right headspace and make sure that you know, you've know you got your accountability buddy ready to go over things afterwards um, and do all the things we know we need to be doing. Make sure you read through your trading plan. Make sure you read through your trading journal. Make sure that you understand that you're in a good mindset and that you're calm and collected and ready to trade. Okay, to those listening on the podcast, much love, and we shall speak to you all again next week. Bye for now.